This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place. www.caringplace.org Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program sponsored by The Caring Place with campuses at Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. They are celebrating their 100th anniversary serving the homeless, hungry, abused, and needy families. They continue to feed the hungry, care for the needy, and help rescue and change lives every day. Now your host for Mission Possible, the Good News Program, and the president of The Caring Place, here is Ronald Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the Good News Program, brought to you by The Caring Place, with centers in Miami and Broward, known as Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. For the past 100 years, because this is our centennial year, we've been serving the homeless, the hungry, the hurting, the abused. I'm Marilyn Brummett, and I am your host today. Usually you hear my husband open up this wonderful show, Reverend Ronald Brummett. He is the president of The Caring Place. I serve along with him in this ministry. I am the vice president of development. That means that I really have the opportunity to work with our donors, our supporters, our volunteers, all those people in the community that come alongside and support this amazing ministry that has been in existence for 100 years. And we're going to have many celebrations throughout the year. Um, Actually, if you want to pinpoint a particular one that's going to be amazing is October 15th. Yeah, that's kind of a few months away, but you know I've learned that these months roll around quickly. That is going to be our Centennial Gala. It's going to be called the I Care Gala. And it's going to be at the Signature Grand in Davie, Florida. Uh, we're looking forward to having over 500 people attend. And you can go ahead and even get tickets now and sponsorships. Um, so we're, we're, we're gearing up. Yes, we are. We're gearing up. And if you have any questions about it, uh, go to caringplace.org. Say, tell me more about the Centennial. Well, there's so much that is always going on. On all of our campuses, you know, May was the month for Mother's Day and we served our women and uh, children here at the centers, and especially on Mother's Day. We just gave us very, very special time, not only a wonderful meal, but gifts and gifts, gift baskets. Uh, They came together. Uh, We just treated them royally. Many of you were able to actually sponsor uh, the moms that are we are working with. And I thank you. I thank you. Thank you so, so much. And also, uh, we celebrated just yesterday. We had a graduation ceremony at our Miami campus, and our Broward graduates and our Miami graduates came together, walked to stage. They had cap and gown. It was such an amazing, amazing time. There's tears of joy because... These men and women, they came in hurting, abused, hungry, homeless, and now they're walking out into a new future because they do graduate very intense programs. I mean, they work on their education and careers. Uh, they, they find out through biblical studies that God loves them and has a plan for their life. 
They learn about addiction and uh, we help them with their ID and all the other things that go along with uh, making sure that you're empowered to live a successful life. And we enjoyed it so much, the graduation. We also had a dedication of the Center for Men and we were able to dedicate to our former, uh, we call uh, Dr. Jacobs um, President Emeritus because him and his wife, Dr. Frank and Maxine Jacobs actually served here on uh, our campuses for over 30 some years and they we call them the refounders of the caring place uh, so they really helped put the caring place on the map in two counties so they were the ones that opened up also in Broward County as well and so it was so wonderful they were here we were able to uh, say hi to them celebrate them they're actually um, for my husband and I they are uh, mentors in the faith they're like mom and dad to us and we love them so much and they have mentored us over the years and helped us as we have then taken the torch and gone on uh, to represent uh, the caring place and help continually help homeless and hurting men, women, and children. Well, there's once again, there's always meals to prepare. There's always things to, to look forward to. If you'd like to be a meal partner, because we are serving thousands um, every month, and we we do need your support, and we we invite you to become a meal a month partner. Um, how do you do that? You go online and go to caringplace.org/meals, and you can sign up. Say, I'll support five meals. I'll support ten meals. I'll support uh, twenty meals, hundred meals. Each meal cost two dollars and ten cents that's uh, that our average you know we get a lot of donations of food but there's always those costs uh, that we still need a financial contribution so we would really love for you to be a meal a month uh, supporter uh, we do invite you once you become one of those you get invited to very special events and if you can come you get to serve with other meal partners and it's just such a wonderful time so we invite you be a meal partner and also coming up um, on May 21st, Saturday, we're going to have a women's brunch, and uh, all the proceeds are going to go to helping women and children. And we know about 85% of the women and children that come to us come because of abuse. And uh, we've done our own studies internally, so we know that as women and children come to us, we have single women, we have moms with children, we even have families uh, that do come to us. So we've had families that we have taken care of. So uh, if you would uh, like to participate in helping women and children or come to this brunch, it's going to be on Saturday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., May 21st. It's going to be at our Miami Gardens property. The tickets are $55, and you can get those and also find the exact address. You also can do some sponsorships if you say, listen, I'd just like to sponsor that for $500. We have sponsorships. Go to caringplace.org slash brunch. That's caringplace.org slash brunch. Uh, I really invite you. I'm Marilyn Brummett, as I said at the beginning. 
please come. I'd love to meet you. Um, I'd love to uh, talk to you and show you um, how we are helping abuse women and children. Now, the event is going to be so much fun. We have an international artist coming. She's bringing the canvases, and you're going to get to paint your own picture of a mother and child. It's very artistic, and you'll be able to take that home. It'll be something that you can display that you say that you painted. And even though you're not an artist, she's going to show us how to do that. And even those of us who say we're not artistically inclined, we're going to come out with something very, very nice. There'll be food. There'll be entertainment. And so I invite you to come. The the property is going to be held at is in Miami Gardens, which will be our new family center um, as we go forward uh, with our vision of helping those that are hurting. So as I said, there's always something going on (laughs) at all of our campuses. And so we invite you to come. If you'd like to volunteer here at The Caring Place. Uh, you can go to the website and go to caringplace.org slash volunteer. It'll take you to a page to fill out your information. We get right back to you. We invite you to an orientation so you can find out all the wonderful things that you can be part of. And many of our volunteers actually join what we call here at The Caring Place focus groups. And these focus groups will focus on something special. Like if you're really into education, then uh, we're going to invite you to join the REACH uh, focus group. And they really focus on our education centers and helping our men and women as they um, go in. They have computers there and you can help them one-on-one uh, as they're in there to study. And then they do different events. They'll bring in different seminars. So if you're really good at something or you know somebody that's good at explaining something, you can have a little mini seminar. So we try to do those once a month. Um, That's just one of the focus groups. So there's some for women, some for men. Uh, We have a home run team for men, and they mentor our upper phase men. We have girlfriends for girlfriends and cover girls. That's two of our women's focus groups, and they're the ones that are sponsoring the women, the woman's brunch. So there's always something going on here. Now, we have a great show for you. I'm going to be interviewing Estella, uh, one of our uh, women's testimonies here, and you're going to hear her journey. And then uh, Leanne's going to be interviewing Reverend Law, and he is a pastor that comes on the premise. We love him so much. So I'm asking you, don't touch anything. Don't touch the dial. Don't touch your computer. Don't touch your radio. We'll be back in just a moment with more Mission Possible. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. So excited with having the phone with us today, Reverend Law, one of our longtime supporters. I'm so excited that I finally get to interview. How are you doing, Reverend Law? Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. It's a pleasure. I mean, you do so much with us. I mean, every time I see you at the center, it's so refreshing to see all the men, you know, that know you, that know who you are because of your service, because of how many times you go to our center and you do different activities with them. And every event that we do, you're always there. You're, you know, you're with us 
helping us in, in any way that you can. And and so I'm just thankful in that regard. So, so I mean, it, it's amazing to have supporters like you. I know you're coming on today to tell us something very exciting that you guys are doing next week. Tell us all about that event. On next week, next, um, we're going to be having a food drive. Um, I sent you the, the dates and everything, but we're going to be having a food drive that my church, the New Harvest Church, is partnering with the city of Miami to bring food and supplies to different parts of the city. Um, we do this on a regular basis. It comes from the mayor's office and the city council woman's office. And you just want to want to give back to the community at large in areas and people who have been affected by the pandemic, COVID-19, and people have lost jobs and some have lost their income, you know, lost family members. So people are really struggling just trying to live day to day. So the city and along with partnering with my church, we've been able to be instrumental in bringing something, some kind of relief back to the people. So much needed. I, I totally agree with you. Uh, we have actually done events like that as well. I'm looking at the beautiful flyer that you sent me. It's a food distribution on May 18. This is going to be from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. It's going to be at the Liberty Square Community Center, right? Right. And, and this is for everybody, right? No requirements. Correct. I see that it's a drive through right? Right. And, and so people that are listening, right, and even if you don't need it, for our listeners are there. If you don't need it, you're in a position that, you know what, I don't need to go to a food distribution. Me and my family are doing okay. If you know a family that you can share this with, right, I mean, you never know how many people are struggling. The pandemic has definitely taken a hit on many, as Reverend Lowe mentioned. So if you know anyone that can come, you know, benefit in any way from receiving these items, this is a drive-through event. They don't even have to get down. They just come up. I've done them. They're super easy. You open the trunk. They put the items in your trunk. And you know what? You can use it for your family or you can bless another family. Maybe you exactly. Who doesn't have a car that they don't drive that they're older you never know i'm putting the ideas out there because i know being hungry is not fun right, right. this is going to be may 18 from 9 a.m to 12 p.m liberty square uh community garden the mayor's office who uh we absolutely love his great work in the community mr suarez and, and so tell me about your church how's the commitment of your church what exactly are they doing for this event for this event, um, I attend New Harvest Church, Missionary Baptist Church, and we're located at 12145 Northwest 27th Avenue. And I serve under the leadership of Pastor Gregory D. Thompson, Jr. He's a former city of Miami police, so he's really um, connected with some of the people within the city and the police departments. And we have another young lady. Her name is Barbara Kemp or Barbara Sweet, she's married, name is Kemp, and she's a member of our church, and she's also affiliated with the Rescue Mission, Miami Rescue Mission. She's and amazing. She's really, truly amazing. Thank you yes, for mentioning Barbara. She is one of a kind individual. We've been working with Barbara for for, for years now, and, and she really has a passion uh, for the homeless, for the residents in our centers, just like you, right? But, but kudos to Barbara, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she um, she's very instrumental in getting these initiatives out from the city and the mayor's office. Um, and she goes through our church, let our church know that we can go out and also let other people know throughout the community. We use the social media platforms to spread the word. Um, people do it word of mouth. We do it on our Sunday broadcast. 
Our church service is at 930 and Sunday school is at eight. But we do all that. We make the announcements so people can be informed so they can know what's going on in the community that they be of assistance to them. We also have um, my pastor is the the president of the double A triple C was the African American Council of Christian Clergy. And this is a culmination of the different churches throughout the city that have joined this organization to help people also extend a hand to people when it comes to voting and and health care and uh, any type of reforms that's going on within the city. They put the word out through the churches and, you know, we're very instrumental in also trying to keep that, that line of communication open through with the, the, the government and the city through the church. Um, we also have another initiative called the Harvest for the Cure. And this is a cancer drive every year around starting around September, maybe um, August. Um, this this initiative is to help those who may have breast cancer or any other form of cancer. Our church um, is instrumental in getting the word out about that. And we also we assist people who are going through the struggles of cancer. Um, the the uh, person in charge at our church, her name is on the website. And I sent that to you also where you can get all of the information that you need so that you don't have to feel like you're alone when you're going through a, a very struggling and tough time. You know, we all say cancer sucks. It really does. But you don't have to go through it by yourself. So we are praying and we also giving tangible ways of helping people to cope as they go through with information, knowledge, assistance as best we can. We also have. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say important work. Everything you're mentioning. I mean, it looks like you guys are pouring onto our community. So, yes, go on. We, we also have through the through the mayor's office a mobile driver license <coughs> initiative, <coughs> excuse me, where they're going to go out different part, different parks. I sent that to you in the email also to different parks to help people get their, their legal identities straightened out to get their driver's license if they come from another state to get the correct ID. You know, sometimes when you want to go and, and, and participate in these initiatives, like a food drive or somewhere else, and they ask for ID, you know, to show your residency, sometimes people don't have the correct ID. So the mayor's office is initiating that to go out a mobile identification unit so you can get the proper ID. You know, it's at minimum cost, but you can get those things straightened out. You know, even people who have been incarcerated, sometimes they don't have the correct ID. It's hard to get assistance when you don't have a proper ID. So that's another initiative. The mobile driver's license unit is going out to help people get that set, that set, situated and satisfied also. And I'm looking, I'm looking at that flyer and that is very important. I mean, just the other day I tried to make an appointment online and uh, it looks like when you go online for the driver license, right, it's, it's like you have to wait a long time. And, and yes. I'm sure it's because of COVID and the pandemic. And so with the Mayor Suarez, this is an initiative that is happening happening on Tuesday, May 24th from 9.30 in the morning to 1.30 in the afternoon. Um, there is a number here on your flyer. I'm going to give it to everyone who's listening. That number is 786 318-7047. If you did not get the information, as you can see, Reverend Law sent me all the flyers, the food distribution, the license flyer, all, all that information, I have it with me. So if you're driving, you're not able to, to get anything that we have discussed today, uh, you can reach out to me at the Miami Rescue Mission, just ask for Leanne, and I have all of the information that uh, Reverend Law and I are talking about. So this is now going back 
uh, to the food drive, just in case you just tune in, you just joined. That food drive is going to be on May 18th. That happens to be a Wednesday. And this is going to be from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. And it's going to be at the Liberty Square Community Center is the drive-through event. So if you're, if you, you know, if you know someone who's in need, if you yourself need this food, please join Mayor Suarez, uh, Reverend Low, uh, Barbara Sweet, everybody that is working together to make this happen. Reverend Low, thank you so much. I have one for, more. I have one more for you. Yeah. Yeah. On on um, later on in June, they're going to bring back the Goombay Festival down in Coconut Grove. That's a two-day festival, Caribbean festival, and some people may know about it, may not, but it's a, a thing for kids. A junk canoe will be there, food, games, prizes. I don't want to run out of time. June 11, June 12, the city of Miami Goombay Festival. You do not want to miss it. Anything you didn't get, call me here at the Mission River and Low. Thank you so much for joining us today. So much Thank you for having me. You share with us. Have an amazing day. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Reach Centers. I have on the phone with us today Richard Schutz, Director for 211. Richard, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure to be here with you today. I'm excited. I love 211. Everybody knows the secret is out. I love, love 211. I love all the resources. I love that you guys are always so available. But for those of our listeners who still don't know about 211, Richard is here. Richard, tell us about 211, please. Yes. Yeah, so 211 is a three digit number that you can call uh, anywhere within the community. Uh, to be connected with various social services. Uh, so if you find yourself in a situation where you don't know where to start to find help, for example, whether it's food, shelter, uh, child care, um, things for the holidays um, to help out your family, you can dial 211. We are here 24 seven in any language that you can think of. Uh, and we're here to provide that support. And in addition to connecting the resources, we also provide uh, free over-the-phone crisis counseling as well. Absolutely. And available? Uh, when are you available? When can I call 211? 24-7, anytime you want to call. <laughs> right now after after this this, uh, uh, this show that you're hearing, you want to call at midnight, you want to call after your lunch break, whenever it is that you're ready, we are there uh, ready as well. Anytime, 365 days a year. I know I've called you guys. I've, uh, I've called you for resources pretty much for the residents in our centers. I haven't really uh, had a need to use it for my but I know how helpful, how friendly. The operators are amazing. Uh, when I called and I wanted to know information about a, a person who was having a baby and didn't know, you know, where to go, where to get help. Oh my God. The operator told me, Richard, I'm not kidding you. She said, do you have a pen and paper? Because let me tell you, she was getting me ready for the many resources that she gave me. And I'm like, oh my God, she was not kidding. Tell us what are some of the calls that you guys get into one one yeah so we get a variety of calls uh whether it's people looking for food uh, people looking for toys uh, for their kids um, or even if they just want to talk to someone uh, we're we're always there to be able to um, 
try to address these different types of needs. Um, so we, we see a variety of different types of calls. Absolutely. And and again, um, I know we've talked about, um, I want everyone to remember 211 is, is as easy as just dialing 211. There is no area code. There is no other numbers. It's just 211, right? Uh, we right. like to make a reference to 911 because everybody knows 911 for emergencies and accidents, you name it. Uh, but 211 is as easy as dialing that 911. You know, people need support. People need that human connection. And uh, we are available, confidential, judgment-free. You can remain anonymous. Uh, we we definitely just want to be able to be that listening ear and uh, be there in that moment of need. And once again, provide guidance, right? I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter where you are. If you need guidance, if you need the resources, if you need help, please, please reach out to 211. They're in social media. I follow you guys on Instagram under just very simple 211. I see the events coming up. I, th I see the things that you guys advertise. And I always know that I can count on you to provide me with resources. Thank you, Richard, for joining us today for the great work you do in our community. We love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're at that point in the program where we're talking to someone who is experiencing hurt in their life and also transformation. So it starts one way and then, you know, it starts moving toward a different direction. I have with me Australia. And, uh, you know, at the mission, we have men, women and children. A lot of times on this program, you hear a lot of men Uh, men's testimonies, and sometimes you don't hear a lot from the women. Sometimes the women are a little more shyer. But, Australia, I'm thankful that you are here with us today and you're willing to talk and tell a little bit of your story. Okay, thank you for having me here. Well, no, thank you for actually being here. I mean, th this is a big step sometimes just to be able to talk about it. Uh, let's tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself, your family, How many children you have and uh, what really brought you to the mission? Okay, um, I have four kids. I have one daughter and three boys. Um, Now, what are their ages? My daughter, she's going to be seven. My son is going to be five. My other son is going to be one. My three-week-old baby. Wow. So what really brought you to the mission? Um, okay, me and their dad were staying with a friend. And he basically just kicked us out, told us that we had to leave. And I now was, you had said off air that you had just uh, paid your monthly rent to him. Yes, we just had paid rent, and he just basically just kicked us out without telling before us before the time was up. Or yes, and then you know I wasn't going to be in the street with. I was pregnant, and I had. My six-month-old son. Oh, my goodness. It was nighttime and it was raining. So, so... You mean you had to leave that evening? Yeah. It wasn't like, okay, in the next week, you need to find a place to stay. No. It wasn't like tomorrow morning, find a place to stay. No. It was that same night. That had to be a shocker. Yes, I actually started crying. I was actually praying that night because I was like, I hope somebody from my family will take me in. So, thank God, my brother, I called my brother, and he said, yes, I, was, I could stay with him. So, I stayed with my brother for, like, maybe, like, a month, going on two months. And that's with all your, your, your three children at that time? No, my first two are with their dad, because okay. I have two 
okay. two different dads. Okay. My first two are living with their dad, and the last two are with another another dad. Mm-hmm. So when I was staying with my brother, I was pregnant still, and I was with my son. But then they told the landlord that I was living there, and my brother only had the lease for him and his two daughters. Mm-hmm. So he told me, you know, that he was sorry, but that I had to leave. Mm. So I called the Miami Rescue Mission, and they told me that I had... Now, how did you happen to call the Miami Rescue Mission? Um, How'd you find out who to call? My sister actually looked online for me, for shelters. Mm -hmm. And I called a few, but they were telling me that I had to be on a waiting list. And I couldn't be on a waiting list, so... Miami, I called Miami Rescue Mission, and they told me that there was that I had to call for, that I had to come for an interview. Mm-hmm. I came for the interview, and thank God I'm here. Because if not, I would have been in the street. Well, uh, and your wonderful son is now born, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he looks well. Yes. So uh, that that's wonderful that he's healthy. And then you're uh, you're here with your other son. Mm-hmm. And he's young. Yes. So he's only about a year old? Gonna be, he's going to be one May 7. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's a handful. Yes, but to tell you the truth, I would not train none of my kids for nothing in the world. Yeah, that's right. Well, we're going to be back with just a moment because I know there's more to the story. And uh, you, are, you do have goals, and uh, you're looking forward in this life for good things to happen. So don't turn that dial. We're going to be back in just a moment with more of Australia's story. Well, we're back with Australia, and she was telling her story of how she came to the Center for Women and Children um, at the Miami Rescue Mission. And um, those were very difficult, hard days that actually led you here. It was kind of dramatic that one minute you have a place to live and the next minute you don't and uh how you ended up here is amazing that you was able to come with your son and now since you've been here you have your second son and i'm looking at him i wish i this wasn't just radio and you could see this precious baby that she is holding in her hands he's got so much hair and uh, he's not even three weeks of age right now so precious so cute Australia, tell us a little bit about what you have felt as you're living at the Center for Women in Journal. Try to paint the picture of how it is. Well, it's actually pretty good. The staff are really nice. Miss Carla, Miss Susie, Miss Eileen, Miss Benjamin, Miss Jackie. Um, everybody is nice. Um, the volunteers actually have come up actually have came and they do a lot for the kids they do kids activity they do arts and crafts there's a little playground in the back they take them in the back to play um miss dorothy comes with her kids sometimes she sings i actually have my going on one year old to come downstairs and play with them and it's just awesome i would suggest any mother that has kids that if they feel like they're in a tough tough situation for them to call the Miami Rescue Mission for kids. Mm. 
And also, if uh, you're in a good situation and you'd like to volunteer, since you're talking about volunteers, um, it sounds like, uh, you know, you're really advocating that makes a difference to you mm-hmm. as a mother, knowing that people come that are not staff. Yes. Um, and yet they take out of their time to come and benefit you and your children. That's wonderful to hear. And I can honestly say that the Miami Rescue Mission is very volunteer driven. You know, there is, and I, I'm just going to advocate this because it came up, but there is a group called Cover Girls. And Cover Girls is a group of women who have made it their mission to benefit the women at the Center for Women and Children. And they come, they mentor uh, women, and they um, also do arts and crafts projects with the children. They do things like dress for success, uh, clothing drives and book drives and all kind of things like that. Uh, they'll be raising money just for the Center for Women and Children. Now, I know that's not, it just seems like it comes in to be part of your story, though, that you have actually seen the benefit of having these women come and be part of the Women and Children's Center that you want talk a little bit about that, what that means to you, because, you know, staff, okay, they're paid to be there. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you see people that you know are not paid to be there? I feel like they're doing it generally from their heart to be able to have, for the kids to have fun. Like me, myself, last week on, I believe it was Saturday or Sunday, I actually told the kids to wear some shorts and a shirt and I was going to wet them down with the holes for just for them to have fun because I know if I was a kid I would like to have fun too so that's what I did and now they're just asking me are we going to do it again next week so I'm like yes we are even though my hands are full but I I want them to have fun and that's how the moms interact too um, with each other while they're there Yes. Yeah, you're helping each other's children. Yes. Yeah, so you're really learning a lot. Well, you told me off here that you wish to someday help other children, maybe help with daycare or yes. that's something that your goal. Yes, and that's my big goal. I love taking care of kids. Okay. Well, thank you, Australia. I know it wasn't easy to, to just talk, you know, on air, share a little bit of your story, but hopefully it has encouraged someone uh, that there is hope. And if there's a mom out there that is listening and just feels like no one cares, that people do care. Yes. And if we can't help you at the Center for Women and Children or the Miami Rescue Mission, we do try to point you uh, to some place and give you that information that can give you that help. God bless you, Australia, for sharing your story today. Thank you. Well, that was a wonderful testimony from Australia. I just don't know what to say sometimes. Our men and women who actually do give their testimonies, it's difficult for them because they have... They really have experienced one of the roughest times in their lives. And as they come to our centers, this is not vacation. I mean, they're coming because they are hungry. They're hurting. Uh, They need shelter. They need clothing. Uh, They need safety. And as they come to us, we want to welcome them. We say we welcome them uh, with a wonderful meal. Many times that is the first introduction. Uh, Sometimes they come for a shower and and clothing. Uh, they, They come for different reasons, but they come because there is an issue. There's a problem. They don't know where else to turn. But, you know, once they come and they decide to say, you know, I'd like to enroll into one of the life changing programs. Uh, They see others here and they go, sometimes they even know people. They said, I've seen you out on the street and you look so great. So, yeah, I've been here and I'm going through this program. And now they they're the security uh, person or the person giving out the clothes when you go to the shower. 
mentors and so we we envelop uh, the people that come to us. They get education. Uh, they have a case manager, and they also learn ministry. So there's a little bit of ministry that's uh, put along with all that. So they understand that they have a purpose in life, and there is ways of giving back. And uh, they might be in the kitchen. They might be helping to serve meals. But we have a lot of volunteers, too, that come in and help with those items. And we invite you. Maybe you would like to be a volunteer. And once again, go to caringplace.org slash volunteer. Put in your information. Let our team reach out to you, invite you to a volunteer orientation where you can actually see all the different ways that you could plug in and help volunteer so we we say to you it's on your time you know uh, we try to give you all these different varieties of ways of helping so it's wonderful when you come you help in the ministry Uh, i always say can you give of your time can you give of your talent could you give of your treasure maybe you can pick one of those Maybe you pick two of those. Maybe you pick all three. Uh, But many times people say to me, I really don't have time right now, but I could help a little bit financially. And we always say every little bit helps. You might want to be a meal partner. A meal partner, if you sign up for uh, five meals, is $10.50. If you sign up for 20 meals, uh, it's $21. So you can sponsor meals every month automatically and also you can even uh, come and and serve one of those meals so we invite meal partners to come together serve together they make it very special on those days they'll bring in the tablecloths and we'll have some kind of a a theme I think the next one is going to be superheroes so if you want to be invited to that superhero dinner of serving the homeless um, go ahead sign up be a meal partner go to caringplace.org slash meals well thank you for listening to mission possible hopefully my husband will be back on air next week reverend ronald brummett but i enjoyed being with you on mission possible the good news program this podcast was presented by the miami rescue mission broward outreach centers also known as the caring place www.caringplace.org